Hello and welcome back to TFE, a weekly news podcast in which we give our thoughts, feelings and emotions on the latest gaming, film, tech, streaming news and other random crap we feel like. I'm your host Dan and I'm joined with you as always by my co-host Danny. Hello, um, in this week's episode we're going to talk mostly about Elon Musk. I mean you could sound a bit more happy about it. Yeah, but there's also crypto news and I don't want to talk, well no actually no, it's positive crypto news because it's all crashing so that's actually made me quite happy. So yeah, we'll get into it. Fair enough, let's go into... Anything. Stream that movie news into my head. And we're going to talk about a trailer for John Wick Chapter 4. Yeah, uh, it's just more John Wick doing John Wick things and hitting people with guns and sticks. And it's brutal. Do you not think... The it's John- more and more, it gets more and more complicated. Do you not think the John Wick chapters, like John Wick films are a bit like done now? They're getting more and more complicated. Like they just keep introducing the new big bad that's at the top. And like I feel like if you had it at the... Because I feel like this movie was just a one and done. Well, the first Like film. John Wick. Yeah, the John Wick first one. One and done. And then it did ex- insanely well. And then they went, okay, we'll expand the lore a bit. And we'll continue the action, make it a bit more, uh, add some more stuff. Expand the lore. And then they went, yeah, that'll do. And then we'll, we'll we'll make a trilogy. And then they went, yep, we'll expand the lore a bit more. We'll make, And then we've, we've gone further and further away from the premise of the first movie, which was guy's dog die, he go for revenge. <laughs> Now it's it's just establishing the uh, entire assassin underground network that runs just so that he can be free of the thing that happened in the first, second movie. So, yeah. Yeah, that's stupid. They're getting more and more complicated. But they're fun because they have cool action. And it's... Like, I've never been the biggest fan of them. I always think they're just fine, perfectly serviceable action movies. I know a lot of people love them. But I think they're good. I think this trailer looks decent. A single dramatic film. Yeah, I did think that with you. But... Uh, I just like the fact that the guy from Bullet Train and Star, the other guy from Star Wars are in him, uh, Donnie Yen, and oh, I can't remember his name. His name is something. Um, it's like Ken Watanabe or something. The guy, the, 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 yeah, oh, no, yeah, no, that's a different person. Uh, Hiroki Sanada. He's the dad of the uh, guy whose son gets pushed off a building in Bullet Train. Right, okay. Yeah, I like that guy. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, I, like I said, I know nothing about John Wick. I can't really comment on it, other than I think it's ridiculous. It's four films. <laughs> and the premise with the first one was dog get killed. Yeah, yeah, more or less. But let's carry on with John Wick, as Lionsgate seems to be flirting with a mate. Does it actually say flirting? It's like flirting with the idea. Okay, that makes more sense. Lionsgate is... No, just because... Okay, let's not go... They're flirting with John Wick. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what? Because flirting can mean other things. It can mean flirting around with the idea of making something. Like, just the back and forth little little spice of life that flirting is it's not just get down and dirty with a fictional character i it just said to me lionsgate flirting with major john wick it just sounded like video game yeah but it just looked a bit weird right okay lionsgate is thinking yeah, about they're just, making they're just a, a john wick a triple a yeah triple a john wick game probably in the style of the hitman i wonder if it'd still be his dead dog well that's the thing because they'd have to do cat. john wick maybe maybe it's maybe it's like early days john wick like him working his way up through the assassin, being the Baba Yaga and all of that. I know you have no idea what any of that means. No, I, I somewhat know Baba Yaga. I mean, not so much in the John Wick franchise, but I know what it means. Like the name. Yeah, it's oh, just... Oh, it's an enemy person. 
Well, yeah. It's a witch. Yeah, that's not what it is in the John Wick franchise. Baba Yaga. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think they just have to do... Because they have um, like a stealth game sort of thing. Uh, that's John Wick. John Wick's Hex. That's pretty good, I've heard. Um, but I think they want to make like a full-blown, like, I guess, uncharted, big-budget, AAA John Wick game. Because it's a profitable franchise. As we know, they're four movies. Yeah, that's true. Would you play a John Wick game even if it didn't get you into the world? No, no chance. But what if it was good? Would you give it a chance? What if you gave it to the PlayStation Plus? Okay, if I had PS Plus, maybe. If or not, Xbox no. Game Pass. Also. No, I don't have Game Pass. That much. I only have it occasionally when I feel like it. When you get it for free, because they give it to you for free for having other services. Um, or I'm fed up of sort of other multiplayer games, and I want to play multiplayer games with my other mates on Xbox. Mm. So that's the point. I do it, and then I sort of have it for a month, and then all right, cool. I play these games now. Let's move on to something else. Let's go back to what we were doing originally. Mm. But yeah, no, I think a John Wick game would be interesting. Maybe, maybe. And going from a film to a game, how about a game to a film? Or a game to a TV show? Both. Or both. Because Netflix is adapting Gears of War for feature film, feature film, feature film animated series. That really confused me how it said film and series in the same title. Because at that point, I had no idea what to do. These titles have just... really thrown me off, you know. These two. That just seems to be a case every time we read a title because you don't make it so that you know what the fuck you're saying when you do it. No, it's but like, that's, a weird, that's a weird title. Can we not agree? No, well, I can interpret it. Netflix adapting Gears of War for feature film and animated series. It should have an and, but, but it doesn't have I an can and. get it. It says feature film animated series. And I'm like, what? Yeah, feature film, comma, animated series. Yeah, but to me, that implies it's a film. It's an animated series of films. No, no, no. That's just you being weird and not understanding Hollywood. Now, this is, um, I think, a live action feature film on netflix uh and an animated series for netflix of gears of war now netflix movies do they instill you with confidence no no chance i don't think but we just did a review on a netflix movie not homes too because you could check it out but yeah. i don't think any netflix film has been great no they've been entertaining but they're not like they're not rewatchable you watch them once, you go, oh, that was a fun fun two hours, 40 minutes, or whatever the fuck, because they always seem to be really long. And then uh, you go, maybe I'll watch it once in a year or so, once the sequel comes out, and I've already forgotten more what already happened in the first one, so I need to catch up on the first one to remember what happened in the, for the new one. Um, but, Dan, Video Go Animated Series. What's on Netflix that is a good Netflix animated series. There's Arcane. You've got Inside Job. You like Castlevania. Mm-hmm. There's other examples of different shows people like. Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk. Cuphead. Was Bojack Horseman Netflix or was that just Netflix in the UK? No, that was Netflix. Bojack Horseman then? Yeah. So we could have a really mediocre film, but a pretty decent... Oh, uh, Dragon's Blood, Dota, all of that. Yeah, Netflix seems to be very um, good at making animated series. Well, they just give studios a budget and don't touch them mm. and then they're just allowed to make the stuff whereas they're films that are all made by an algorithm i also imagine the budget is less on oh, oh. yeah d- drastically but yeah. it's still not i think we've covered it before it's still not going to stop netflix from cutting the animation budget <laughs> even though they have a well, well the thing is if netflix was smart they would scoop up all of the fucking animation studios and all of the animated stuff that warner brothers fucked off yeah, they should do that, really. Because imagine all of that shit just getting <laughs> scooped up and put on Netflix. They should have tried to acquire, like, Cartoon Network or something. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I, I don't know anything really about Gears of Wars because I've never been an Xbox person, so I know it's a staple of their franchise. However, I may or may not be getting an Xbox. Oh, really? Yes. Why is Mainly this? because there are two video games that I want to play. One is the sequel to Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, which is an Xbox exclusive, and I want to play that. And I don't know when that comes out. Um, and two, a Plague's Tale Requiem is out, but I don't. It's free on Xbox Game Pass, and it's fifty quid on PlayStation, and I am poor. And my EA, my EE contract allows you to add a console to your co- uh, thing for monthly payments with two years of Xbox Game Pass. So I was just like, well, fuck it. I'll just add a console to my thing, the shitty little Xbox Series X S. Um, and I'll just add that and eventually like I'll be able to play a Plague's Tale Requiem and a Hellblade and any other Xbox things for two years and then if I don't really care after that I'll just not pay for Xbox Game Pass and have a console that I don't use let's move move on on to Wii really? Weaver Weaver? Weaver last the controller of the newser and thank you thank you for your round of applause it it means everything to me EA had decided to cancel the Project Car series yep did you ever play it? I think I was intending to want the when the first one came out and then i've i never did because i heard they were kind of like oh yeah they're just perfectly you're okay but it was ea so they charged like a fortune for them <laughs> as ea do everything hidden behind microtransactions and everything right yeah uh, yeah I, I think those yeah i mean it's just ea doing ea stuff where they just cancel things that because it's ea i mean ultimately there are too many racing games so but yeah, it sucks that one of them's going. It does, yeah. But what can you do? It's one, le- it's one less game to have on that EA Pass thing. See, EA here's, here's the thing with racing games, right? To a mm-hmm. point, they're all very similar. Yeah, but it's just branding and loyalty. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's which one you pump all your money into. <laughs> or which console do you have? Because you've got Turismo on PlayStation and Forza on Xbox. And you've got F1 on both. Yeah. But F1's a bit of a controversial one. And then it's how much do you want to spend on all your racing wheels and your racing sims and... It amazes me how many people actually spend money on racing simulators. Yeah. It's like a genuine hobby. Just buy a car and drive it. It's about the same price, to be honest. I think you could buy a car cheaper than you could buy a simulator. But if you buy, like, a shit... Like, I would love to, if I could, buy a shitty car for, like, a couple hundred quid and just go dirt rallying with them. Like, just do those shitty dirt rallies where you just, like... It's purposely... The car is just designed to be broken at the end of it. And it will still be cheaper than the simulator. Yeah. Or probably a steering wheel. If you could buy, like, a like a really rusty, banged-up car. Just yeah. drive around a dirt track for, out, like, a couple hours just doing, like, donuts and things Don't like forget, that. you've also got to do tax and enjoy that car. So that does... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you don't... And then it's, Don't do that, anyone listening. Please do <laughs> tax and insure your cars. Don't listen to this idiot. <laughs> but if you're planning on breaking it, why would you insure it? <laughs> because it needs to be legally. Yeah, but what you're doing is like Unless <laughs> you tow it. Yeah. I'm not going to drive it there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I thought my driver there. So yeah, if you don't drive it there, you just no. I'm not going to drive it there. I'll just tow it to a a private property and then dirt rally it around. I declare a storm. Then then you have no road tax, no insurance. 100 pound time. Not bad. And then you um drive it off a cliff. Move yourself in it. And then land on a garbage pile. Did that happen recently, or have you just made that up? (laughs) No, it's um the Bonnie and uh no, it's the Thelma and Louise thing from um. I guess history. I don't know if it's a movie tied to real life, but um, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I think it is. Um, and they drove off a cliff, 
rather than get caught by the cops. But there's a Simpsons parody where Marge is one of them and then there's another lady and they drive off a off the cliff edge and they land on a garbage pile so they're still alive so it was a shit reference to that fair enough fair enough remedy entertainment signs a co-development and co-publishing agreement with 505 games for control 2 did you play control i can't remember no of course not don't be stupid you think i do anything for this podcast I don't know. It seemed like a game you would enjoy. Probably. Like, I, I want to play. I don't... I don't like, I know, it, I know it was on PlayStation, like, their plus thing. I don't think we play many games at the minute. I, I went for a phase of just constantly playing games, and now I've gone to the phase of, nope, no games. Mm. I'm doing that at the moment, but that's mainly because I'm waiting to go back to streaming. But I've not had time, because every time I think I have time, something always comes up, and I'm like... Ugh. But I'll probably start properly next year when I actually have like a schedule. Yeah, I mean, you, you probably should have a schedule, yes. But yeah, I think uh, I, I like the. F- I, I wanted to play the first one, and I think maybe a second one would be good because they were like graphically very interesting, mechanics wise as well. Just throwing shit at people that seemed fun. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, w- what makes a good game for you? Um, if I can throw something at my teammates, that yes, that is the. Uh... It's a single player game, Dan. Well, isn't that lonely? I'm throwing them at robots. I'm throwing them at AI. Oh, there you go. Yeah. What, what, what's an enjoyable game? If I can throw an object at an inanimate object. Fantastic. Hey, that's the whole premise of Portal. <laughs> yeah, that's true to be fair. It's true. Yeah. So don't give me shit, mate. No, the premise of Portal is completing puzzles, not just throwing yeah, something at Yeah, by something. throwing portals at a wall and then throwing yeah, that's a shit at... That, that's a mechanic, not a purpose. Yeah, that's the mechanic of fucking control is to throw shit at people. No, you just said you enjoyed throwing stuff at people, right? That that doesn't Yeah. That doesn't that's mean... the mechanic of the game. Half-Life is also the same mechanic. It's just picking shit up and throwing at people. Dodgeball is the exact same premise. Pick up an item and throw it at someone. Throughout history, Dan, people have picked up items. Snowball fights is pick up an item and throw it at someone. Don't give me shit for enjoying picking up something and throwing it at someone. My entire school had a thing where we picked up pine cones and pelted them at each other at lunch. And it was the most entertaining shit until someone got whacked in the effect, like I <laughs> nearly blinded them. <laughs> and then they kind of tried to ban it and everyone was just like, no. <laughs> I think we should move on and talk about the European... 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 European Commission responds after the Microsoft. <laughs> Dan, these are very simple words. It's tired I'm late, alright? European Commission responds after Microsoft Activision comments for... from... staffer received backlash. I still think that's right, is it? Yes. <laughs> Basically, um, someone who was head... Uh, was uh, uh, Mr. Cardoso uh, basically tweeted out, the commission is working to ensure, ensure that you will be able to play Call of Duty on other consoles, brackets, including my PlayStation, close brackets, also on our to-do list, update stock pro- pictures. These games was, have wired controllers, whereas Xbox and PlayStation have wireless ones since about 2006. So they were. Uh, there's a nice photo of some people playing video games with wired controllers, and he was just like, "Yeah, we're gonna comment." But people got very um, annoyed because he put, "Okay, okay. <laughs> thank you, Google." <laughs> Stop. Um, because the guy put, uh, including my PlayStation, and people thought, "Ah, oh, insider trading," because this guy's got a PlayStation. That's why he doesn't want uh xbox having microsoft uh owning xbox uh call of duty and activision and stuff like that so what? yeah it's a stupid phrasing i don't know why they included it but 
Um, yeah. But Microsoft already claimed that they... That, again, I've said this many times. Of course Microsoft is going to keep it on PlayStation. They take 70% of any cut that's made on PlayStation. That's why they're going to keep it on PlayStation. It makes no logical sense for them to take it off. The issue with it is more that you're taking the like biggest gaming company and then consolidating it into another company <laughs> and then making it free on Xbox Game Pass uh, whilst then charging 50 quid on another platform. So, they will never yeah. learn. They will never learn. Unless the, even, even this doesn't help because I think I was trying to think it, I, was, I was trying to work it out and I think if Microsoft even went to Sony and said, yeah, look, we'll make Call of Duty free to play so anyone can play it. Microsoft still gets 70% of all the transactions for like skins and stuff and DLCs and all yeah. of that. So there's no world where Microsoft will take it off PlayStation because they'll make more money off of PlayStation if PlayStation still retains its dominance in the market. That's why they're doing it. That's the tricky thing that people forget. But yeah, anyway, that's just a little fun thing for Microsoft fans to go, yeah. Yeah, I know how much it's insider love. trading. You love this topic so much. Look, I'm changing sides. I'm getting an Xbox. No, you're not. So, you're not changing sides. No, I am. I'm not going to change. You're not, I'm doing not, it for two games. There's no way in hell's chance are you changing your opinion on this matter. No, because it's nothing to do with the Xbox versus PlayStation. I'd be pissed if Sony was buying Activision. I don't mean, think either company should own it. <laughs> it's too big. It's, it's, too, it's too big a property. No. It's also the fact that no sole company should have the biggest third party title then just suddenly become a first party exclusive like i i don't particularly love exclusives but the exclusives that sony have have never been on other platforms really like they're mostly in-house ones that they've built up themselves they haven't gone and bought they've done timed exclusives yeah but so is microsoft there was a whole period where um, i think timed exclusives is fine well, there was a whole thing with the fucking second uh, Tomb Raider game where it was out. It was a timed exclusive for a year on Xbox, and then they timed it so that it came out alongside Fallout Four, <laughs> and it fucking tanked for the fucking Xbox one because people were playing Fallout Four, <laughs> and yeah. I had to wait a fucking year to play Tomb Raider, a franchise that I actually really enjoyed. I've so yeah, I, I can be pissed at but yeah. Like, I can be pissed about it, but I was just like, well, that's just how businesses work. If Microsoft wanted to, they could use that $86 billion and just make it so that Xbox had Call of Duty for a billion years <laughs> as an like exclusive content, like Sony does. Just because Microsoft's like, eh, it's too much effort, we'll just buy the company and then we can take 70% of Sony's profits rather than spending money and actually incentivizing like what's this this is the thing everyone's like oh yeah this will help competition how <laughs> because they're gonna fire a bunch of people even if the, some of those people are bad they're still gonna fire a fuck ton of people listen all right they're gonna we've covered this Shut i up. know but it keeps coming up so you i gotta come here on this if you want to hear about danny's rant about this the arguments haven't changed go check that out there have been some new additions but i i need to do an update on it um we'll do a part speaking of updates point. Uh, a new rumor suggests the PS5 Slim is releasing in 2023. Um, however, this has kind of been rebutted. Yeah, I was going to say, there seems to be a rumor every year, the PS5. I'm pretty sure... I don't know, when did well, the PS5 come out? 2020? Uh, two years ago. Literally, like, two years yeah, ago today. Yeah. yeah, so I think there's a rumor of it coming out in 21, 22, and 23. Um, well, I think this one would make the most sense because the PS4 Pro came out three years after the original PS4. Um, and that tends to be the life cycle of the next gen. Well, not the next gen, but like the mid-cycle tune-ups and everything to make it all cheaper and everything. And I think this isn't going to be a slim. 
This is, you know how we reported on there was going to be a discless, like attachable disc version of the PlayStation that was rumored. Yeah. I think what's happened is that got recycled back into the news, but under the pretense that it was going to be a PS5 Slim. Right. Because it's, it's, I think the articles and stuff are talking about the discless PlayStation 5 that's going to be slightly smaller, st- stuff like that, but come with an attachable disc drive for if you want to play disc games. So I think it's just that got recycled again, but under the pretense that it's going to be a PS5 Slim. And I'm not doubting there will be a PS5 Slim at some stage because they'll just make it so that it's cheaper to produce, basically. That's why they always do it, because the parts will be easier to obtain, less material, all of that. They'll have figured out the heating issues and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't doubt there will be a PlayStation 5 Slim. Um, But I just think this one currently is just the uh, old rumor of the discless disc attachment ps5 can the ps5 actually fulfill demand yet um i did recently get an email again from sony saying look we've got more in stock if you want to buy one i think they've now solved the disc ones Mm. at least i can definitely seem to see more disc ones than discless ones yeah i don't know i i was surprised because uh when i was doing the xbox thing they were doing it for ps5s for uh, ee as well where you can add a ps5 to your thing and i went oh yeah i'll just see how much that would be and then it went out of stock and i was like ah, no do you know sense. what on game you can get it nice however you can only get the bundles god of war dude yeah well then get for the discless you can get either horizon or fifa 23 yeah i've seen a cod call of duty one so yeah but yeah it doesn't seem you can actually buy the console by itself i think the console is out but of stock speaking always. of collector's editions and like bundles of games uh some god of war ragnarok collector's editions are missing the game so what you're telling me is you spend a lot of money and a lot of useless crap and the only thing that is useful or the thing you want to buy isn't there. Well, yeah, but if you consider it the same way that... What was the game we spoke about where it was just the disc... I think it was COD, wasn't it? it was that if you bought the disc version, the game was like 72 megabytes and you had to yeah. download it from the console itself. So I imagine what it was probably like is, oh, there's probably a code or something, but it's missing. Or you bought the disc and they didn't put the disc, but it was going to be a download anyway, so you probably ended up with just a code. Which makes sense. I know, I know that Sony would never do it. Or I don't think this was intentional. It. I'm sure this was just a, like, oh, a couple, like, the paper, the arm didn't grab the little discs and put it in the box. Yeah, no. Yeah, so I've, I've, I've just thought of something that I would love for Sony and Xbox to do, but I know they never will, which is to temporarily gift your game to someone else. Similar to how you used to be able to, like, gift your discs to a friend to try for it. Well, I stole... Well, I didn't steal. I have claimed Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. You just need the person... Well, yeah, because you just need the person's account and then to enable sharing on their Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And then you can play the game on your profile. So I've just done that. So I have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 if I want it. (laughs) And you'll never play it. I played it yesterday. Did you enjoy it? It's fine. Did you enjoy Spec Ops? Is Spec Ops even there? No. I, I don't know. I was just playing... T- I played Team Deathmatch, Ground War Team Deathmatch, and then my friend came around, and he played for most of that on my account. So... Because <laughs> I was like, here, you like this game. Play it uh, with the person we're in the party with, and deal with it. Oh, yeah. Warzone 2 comes out like really, very very soon, doesn't it? I guess this Wednesday. Yeah, it's November 16th. Comes out. Yeah, so Wednesday. I might have to get it, you know? Might have to try it. Try it out. Well, it's free. And I'm sure a lot of people I know will want to play it. And I will just be like, nope. (laughs) I don't even like playing COD. There are other games I want to be playing. Also, now that I have an Xbox, I can just have no friends on there. And I can do whatever the fuck I want on it without people (laughs) trying to pester me to play games with them. 
So maybe but, I will become an Xbox Game Boy play- player. That's fair enough. Oh, I just realized all of the DLCs are on Xbox Game Pass for Destiny, aren't they? No, not anymore. Ah, oh, damn. I was hoping to be able to just pick it up on placed, uh, Xbox. Yeah. Oh, well. It stopped last December, I believe. Let's move on to our news segment because there's just been so much news regarding him. Regarding him, yes. Danny has made a new section called Everyone Loves the Oblivious Numbskull, also known as Eli. Obvious. It's not oblivious. Well, maybe he is oblivious. Well, he is oblivious to how dumb he is, but yeah. I would say he's oblivious, would you not? Well, he's certainly very aggressive with his tactics. I'll give him that. But yeah, um, so if you don't know, if you don't somehow know the biggest news story in tech the world ever, um, at least recently, uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter for $44 billion and yeah. is now in huge debts to a lot of company uh, banks and stuff to pay back massive loans that for a company that has never really made a profit. And he is now trying to turn around that company to make a profit by just throwing every institution law and everything that they had out the window and then trying to just throw every idea that he ever came up with at the wall and see what sticks and hope that it works. And as an advertiser, Dan, what would you do on that situation? Would you just pause your ads just to see what's happening? Probably, See yeah. what the crazy man, crazy man running Twitter is doing? Because uh, yeah, he's I'd basically probably, fired probably most of his staff about this content moderation. Um, and let's, um, let's, let's just see where this goes. I don't think I want to invest more money in this. Yeah, so the, I think the two biggest ad broker, like advertising agency, like consultants for like major brands like Coca-Cola, Pepsi, McDonald's um, and whatnot, basically paused. Like one of them basically paused the week that Elon Musk um, bought Twitter. And basically went, hey, look, Elon, we're not because Elon Musk tweeted that uh, advertisers were pulling all their ads because they hated free speech. It is Twitter's right to force you to watch ads so that you pay them money. Yeah. <laughs> free speech, baby. That's what free speech is. Um, <laughs> it's nothing to do with the, there was rampant racism and sexism and porn and all of that just dumping on Twitter because there was no content moderation and advertisers don't want their family friendly brands to be put next to horrible, horrible things. <laughs> Or people being able to obviously impersonate their accounts and scam people out of money, say horrible things about the company, all of that lovely stuff. Nah, that's fine. That's not why brands are pausing. Um, but yeah, so Elon Musk, uh, a guy um, basically who who was one of the, like the heads of these companies, basically tweeted at Elon, "No, Elon, we're not doing it because activism groups are trying like from the left are trying to suppress us. We're basically doing it because you've." fired most of your content moderation stuff uh and we're just waiting to see because you're trying to claim that you're advertiser friendly but all the actions that you're doing aren't advertiser friendly because you got rid of all the content moderation to help secure so we're just pausing just to make sure just to see what you're gonna do about ensuring like the brand safety of our companies and all of these things and he almost just blocked the guy just blocked him on twitter because he made a valid point about hey look elon just slow down prove to us that you're going to be stable this website's saw a massive intake of the n-word maybe just show show investors why we should be doing it rather than just charging people and throwing ads and all of this stuff and then you just blocked him um also in regards to the firing of a bunch of twitter stuff apparently one they're getting sued by those employees because <laughs> uh i think california law 
you must uh, if you're doing mass layoffs you have to give at least six months notice uh that didn't happen like businesses scummy as it is tend to not do mass layoffs because they just kind of fire a bunch of people here fire a bunch of people next couple months later so that they don't have to deal with those laws because they don't they don't give six months and they can just skirt past them they just fire a bunch fire a bunch but little pieces whereas elon 75 percent of all of his stuff so those people are basically gonna like there's a there's a lawsuit against him over that uh and then twitter has now asked some of those fired workers to come back because they've realized that their jobs were important and they claimed that it was an error in a spreadsheet <laughs> basically oh we didn't mean to fire you it was an accident I, come back because we've I've realized how i've given up uh yeah also, uh, he fired a bunch of the main executives at the top of the position, um, and the remaining ones, like a couple of the main remaining ones who were deemed so important that they needed to stay there, <laughs> three of them have left <laughs> by own choice because they've just watched Twitter become a dumpster fire and they're like, nope, I'm out. I don't want to deal with this. Um, and then Elon Musk's just been pleading with advertisers to stay on his website. And every time someone doesn't like his blue check mark uh, idea, he goes, well, I got your eight pound or eight dollars or whatever the fuck it is. Um, he's also done. Uh, what else? He's done uh, with regards to the check mark. So you know how the verification thing was just to prove that it was an account owned by a corporation or by a person so you knew it was the right the real person yeah and now you can pay eight dollars to get that check mark and impersonate anyone you want <laughs> so twitter's grand idea was to then make another verification mark to prove that you are verified as the person that you are so verification <laughs> which they then cancelled brought back cancelled brought back cancelled um, so it was very inconsistent and now they've put out. their whole Twitter blue on pause because so many people were impersonating people uh, and claiming to be brands, people, so many people changed their name to Elon Musk. Which is clearly um, obvious thing, things were going to happen, right? Everyone knew this Do you know Doja Cat? Yeah. Um, basically the funniest thing she did was, um, she basically had her, she changed her name to Christmas, like her profile name to Christmas. Um, and because the verification thing forced you not to be able to change your name she tweeted at elon musk like fuck you elon musk why i don't want to be christmas forever make it so i can change my profile name elon musk tweeted back at her going okay we fixed it so you can now change your name and then tweeted back at him with the profile name elon musk thanks and it, so she just has elon musk and then um yeah he banned any accounts that were doing parody of his name um and you had to specifically state parody in your title. So people were just doing that and still getting banned. Um, so Elon Musk's freedom of speech platform that he loves so much became the most restrictive website on the <laughs> Internet. <laughs> um, what else? What else happened? There's been so much. Um, he's paused the Twitter blue thing because of just how shit it's been. Um, and they're reworking it. Um, yeah. Also uh two major companies lost billions of dollars because of people impersonating their accounts uh so there was one company um which made insulin which was eli and something or other i can't remember the 
fucking name of the company. Um, I can find it quickly. But they, they someone tweeted out, because insulin has become very expensive, even though the cost of pr- uh, production is not. Uh, Eli and Lily, uh, which made insulin. So... They, the account that had a verified check mark basically tweeted out, we are excited to announce insulin is free now. Um, and right. that company lost $15 billion of revenue because of that one singular tweet. Uh, and then there was a um, weapons uh, weapons manufacturer called Lockheed Martin. Uh, Martin. Um, and they basically they they basically sell weapons and stuff. Um, so they basically tweeted out the fake account. Tweeted out, "We will begin halting all weapons sales to Saudi Arabia, Israel, and the United States until further investigation into the record of human rights abuses." And that company's stock went down. Um, they lost about five billion dollars worth. What has um, Twitter done? Like. Elon Musk. Basically, uh, a Nestle account tweeted out, we steal your water and sell it back to you, lol. (laughs) Um, American girl, Felicity owns slaves. Um, Rudy Giuliani, fake Twitter account. I stand with Kyrie Kanye West because George Soros once pushed me down in the street and I was stuck on my back like a turtle for several minutes. Uh, The official Nintendo of America, quotation marks official, uh, just tweeted out a picture with Mario holding up the middle finger and saying, fuck you, Luigi. Um, George W. Bush tweeted out, I miss killing Iraqis. Um, and then uh, Tony Blair tweeted back, same here, bro, or something along the lines. So, yeah, it's just um, Pepsi tweeted out, Pe- Coke is better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that one. That and then there's the official Tesla one, um, which was another lovely account. We will be offering 10,000 vehicles to support the Ukrainian military. Our cars are the most advanced explosive devices on the market. Um, Tesla support <laughs> is here for you. If you have any issues, we will be sure not to fix it and force you to sign an NDA. Um, other ones... Uh, honestly, the 53% drop in stock price doesn't phase us. If there's anyone who knows about crashing, it's us. Um, stuff like that. Just breaking a Tesla te- uh, second Tesla has hit the World Trade Center. Um, just, just countless accounts of parody and fucking destruction caused by a man who thought the verification check mark was a clout thing. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. He's oh yeah, he idiot. also threatened to sh- uh, publicly shame any like he um, basically retweeted a person who was basically like Elon Musk should uh, publicly name and shame all the brands that are refusing to work with Twitter. Uh, something brands love is when they're for- like forced publicly by a billionaire to uh, sh- agree with him just because he's a bit mad at them. <laughs> so yeah. Um, it's been a good two weeks for Twitter, eh? Yeah, it has. That's a lot of information you've just given there, and I think I might just call it a night and go to bed. But we've got another <laughs> section to do, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's only one thing. And science shenanigans. And yeah, I just said, only covering one thing, which is Amazon is the first company ever to lose $1 trillion in value. Yeah, this is just because inflation and uh, Microsoft has also lost a lot of money. Um, but yeah, this is just, just because... Uh, inflation has drastically peaked and all of this um 
it earned the distinction when it market cap dipped for, to 879 billion on Wednesday, down from its peak of 1.88 trillion in July 2021. Um, yeah, Microsoft market value peaked at around 2.5 trillion and is sat around 1.84 trillion as of market cap close. Meta, formerly known as Facebook, reached just over 1 trillion in value in August 2021 and sat under 300 billion as of market close Friday. So, yeah, all these companies are finally seeing uh, big hits to their value. Yay, socialism. Clearly the way forward. Yeah. Because this went down <laughs> with anything, these companies losing that much value. Nope. Big institutions that we need to bail out because people depend on them pretty fucking badly. Um, oh, also one more thing for the Twitter thing. Yeah, most of the um, layoffs were foreign uh countries so that had very few people to begin with um uh, and people are worried that because there's lost content moderation in those countries more so now that because similar to the fact that facebook didn't bother um like content moderating certain small countries there were massive uh they caused basically a genocide happened because people were just pushing uh like a mass extinction of a certain group of people <laughs> um on the platform and twitter uh, facebook was just doing fuck all about it so people are like oh twitter's gonna just maybe have that happen again or massive racial disputes and anti-semitism and all that bollocks and i'm just wondering why did elon musk buy this what did he think was gonna happen he did it for a meme then he didn't think financially and then he looked financially but it was too late and he was stuck in it and now he's paying the price for trying to be cool which he's never been <laughs> Oblivious, one might say. Mm. And finally, well, not finally, but finally in the news, uh, crypto crashes. Why is crypto tanking? The FTX Binance drama explained. Yes. Basically, a lot of complicated bullshit. Um, but essentially, your money didn't exist <laughs> because it was basically a pay-into-its-own-ecosystem situation using other people's money to fund its own money. And then um, one might call it a, you know, a Ponzi scheme. Potentially. I don't think this is I don't think it's 100% a Ponzi scheme. I I briefly looked into this mainly because isn't like all if, crypto a Ponzi scheme? Yes, it's all just a big scam. Uh, it's never been. It's it's people forget that the reason there are rules is because most rules are built on the blood and sweat and deaths of a lot of people. <laughs> because, hey, look, why do we have content moderation? Because of all of the shit that happened before, we didn't have content moderation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of these legal lawsuits. Also, the funniest thing is, um, I think America is trying to change the law that protects companies from being, um, avoid having to t take on the lawsuits of individuals on their platform, like Facebook and Twitter. So if they change that law, Elon Musk becomes suable by every single company and every single thing for having those people on his platform if they fuck up their company. So rather than being able to sue the individual, not the company. So Elon Musk will become responsible for every single parody account that fucked over companies <laughs> if they change that law. Wait, so that means, in theory, Elon Musk could probably lose a lot of his money. Yes. That's why, because the, they basically did it so that companies don't lose all that money because they don't have to constantly fight legal battles over the content people are posting on their platform because they have no way of 100% controlling what people do. 
it gives the company the freedom to have people on it and they can have content moderation and they got to try and figure it. But if people do slip through, it's the person who posts it, not the company that hosts it is responsible. Whereas there's current sense. Yes, it's, it's a decent law. However, there are certain politicians and stuff in America that want to change that law. And if they do change that law, the companies that host the sites, so like YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, all become liable for the content people post, which will then cause mass crackdowns of the content that's posted on those platforms. Which will mean those content platforms, content platforms, would probably drop off because you don't you get very strict rules, and it'd be just content for very family friendly shit, which not everyone wants, and you'd lose a mass chunk of your. Audience. Yeah, but the moderate people in US want that. Yeah, it's also pushed by like I think Christian agenda like keep it sanitized keep it clean don't have anything rude on your platform like it's good that companies can be sued because it does but like yeah um but yeah back to the binance uh, the ftx basically um binance was gonna try and ba- basically uh, a rumor spread the uh ftx's financial like thing you wouldn't you could you couldn't get your money out Right. So it was basically their their bookings were a bit shady and so people panicked and because everyone's an idiot and they just sell their stock and then that causes the looping and because they lost a bunch of money Binance went ooh let's try and buy this company so cuz we're a competitor and we're just going to scoop them up and bring them into us so we have more control of the crypto market looked at it went ooh this is very unstable <laughs> and so they backed out of trying to buy it and then that caused it to fail even more and yeah, all of the crypto is basically crashed to basically where it was two years ago. <laughs> oh, really? Is that bad? Yeah. So at the beginning of the pandemic, like before people were in a pandemic and basically had nothing to do and were just looking for a quick, easy way to get money. Uh, yeah, it's gone back down. So Bitcoin is about 16352 mm. At its peak, it was like $50,000. That's crazy, isn't it, really? Yeah. So they've all... And like every single um, crypto has basically crashed again dramatically. Uh, and yeah, uh, one person lost $16 billion <laughs> in a day <laughs> because of this. See, I, I did put a little bit of money in crypto, right? But that's just because I don't it was long the term. hip, happy thing to do. No, no, I don't have a long term. I, my, my, I wasn't going to do it over a short, short term thing. I was thinking, look, I'll put a little bit of money in there. Maybe it'll go up a lot in the next 10 years. Maybe it won't, but it wasn't a lot. I put like 300 pounds in or something. Yeah, but the, 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 the reason this is different between traditional stocks like that you should invest in is that this is all unregulated and there's no safety nets for people doing this. Well, that is true, but the point is like, my, my 300 pound risk was like, it might yeah, be Yeah, for you, money. but you're not playing with billions and billions no, of I'm dollars. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm I put yeah. a little bit of money in there and thought, we'll see what happens, right? In the future, maybe it'd be worth a hell of a lot of money because crypto crypto is king for some reason, or maybe it would be worth nothing. Either way, it's not that much money long term. But yeah, that's the logic that. I know people have put like tens of thousands in there. I know, and that and I'm logic. Like, You're an idiot. Why have you done that? Yeah, because it's the get rich quick scheme mindset, which never works because most of the time it's a scam. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, the the crypto world was shaken by this. Uh, like I said, this dude, uh, there was a guy whose business SBF net worth uh, tanked by ninety four percent. So he went he it went from sixteen billion to below one billion in a day. 
Um, and he probably won't be able to financially recover from the <laughs> Not anytime soon, anyway. But yeah, it's very complicated. If you're looking to get into it, it's a lot of economic nonsense that people love to uh, shout is the future. But hey, look, we had laws in place so that they like the stock exchange can be bailed out by the government. If this crashes, it's not bailed out by anyone. <laughs> like that that's why banks and institutions like if a bank fails, your money is secured by a government subsidiary. So like you can get your money even if a bank fails. Like with crypto, if the fucking crypto market crashes and fails, there's nothing securing your money because <laughs> it's not financed by the government because they want to be independent. <laughs> You're basically at the whim of the company that owns it to stay alive. But yeah, this has been crypto is bad. Don't invest in it ever. Let it die. I mean, just I just let it to you because you're way more passionate about this than I am. Twitter and I know. crypto. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I'm... no, I know. I figured this would be just mostly me talking. Yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm recovering mentally from past experience. All of that Twitter news. The Twitter news, yeah, yeah. That's the reason I'm recovering. Yes. Can anyway, we say what you did? No, we can't say what I did. Just in case. Oh come on. No, Ugh. you're not gonna. <sighs> never. Know. You never know. You never know. Let's go on into... Hello, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a hint for everyone. That's a hint. Dan uh, killed someone. <laughs> why would they be listening if they died? From up in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> or hell, depends on what the person was. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. Well, yeah, to be fair. Um, let's go on into recommend, do, recommend, don't. Um, I don't have anything to recommend. Oh, no, I do. Black Panther, watch it. It's good. Um, I don't, I have a rec, don't recommend, um, basically it's just a podcasting app, um, Podcast Addict, I, uh, it's a perfectly fine app, however, Dan, do you know about autoplay features? What, so what do you if mean you play, autoplay, like? So if you just listen to one thing, it just autoplays the next thing in the sequence, yeah? Yeah, yeah, fair enough, yeah. How complicated that. do you think an autoplay feature to get it to work should be? Uh, I feel like it should just work. So you just hit one button that says autoplay and it should just work. I would agree, yes. It should just, just work. How about, Dan, about 10 steps with no clear indication that each step that you take will make it work? Do I would you, say that's a that bad as, design. Yeah. Basically, um, I tried to get an autoplay feature to, to work on this fucking podcast app because I, I needed it. Um, and I spent about 40 minutes trying to figure out their settings, trying to make an autoplay by just brute forcing, pressing a button, seeing if that changed it, <laughs> pressing another button to see if that changed it. And I finally made it work. <laughs> but yeah, you needed, about, you needed about a billion things to um, get it to work. So you basically fair had enough. to go. Yeah, it was very annoying. <laughs> and for my half, my, my side, um, I don't know what I did the last week. But I know what you've done this week, you... <laughs> Murderer. <laughs> I've not murdered anyone, just for the record. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. We'll, we'll say that. We'll say you didn't murder anyone. Yeah. What do you mean we'll say I didn't? Didn't you? What? Why would I have done that? Dan, you're a very murderous type of person. <laughs> That's not true. That's just not true. That's something a murderer would say. I'm not a murderer. That's also something not a murderer would say. No, I'd admit to killing someone. What? <laughs> Because you know I'm not that type of person. I think we should end it there. Like I said, I don't know what I've done this past week. I haven't watched Nola Holmes, but I think you should go check out our podcast episode on it. Yes, and check out next week's Black Panther Wakanda Forever review. Oh dear, I do need to go watch that as well. 
don't sound so depressed about it, Dan. I'm busy. Or it's I'm a busy lovely, now. touching tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Yes, it is. Dressed up in a comic book outfit. <laughs> <laughs> right. See you later, everybody. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. I oh, know.